Listening Dog Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is The Past Keeps On Coming, produced by Magnate Productions and Listening Dog Media. Starring Emma Ecton, written and directed by Phil Pearson, produced by Paul Ludden. You'll hate me by the time this is finished. Nobody would blame you, least of all me. There'd be something wrong with you if you didn't. You see, I did a terrible thing 19 years ago and it doesn't make it any easier. The passing of time just tightens the torment. Not just on me, but everyone. My name's Rosa and I'm 47. But if you look at this face... You'd think I'd seen at least 15 more winters. Look at the state of me. But I still don't. I hate my lifeless skin. And how my hair's as grey as a seagull's back. I could do something with it if, if I wanted to. But I just can't look at myself long enough in the mirror. My eyes can't bear it lately. Before it happened... I was a normal young woman, whatever normal is. <laughs> Mid-twenties, I lived in the same north of England town that I was born in and I married the first boy who made me laugh. <laughs> we were both 24, John and me. We had it all for a while. Our own house, good steady jobs, lots of friends to waste our wages with. Just all the usual stuff. And it meant a lot to us. Because I didn't come from much and he came from even less. Those were the days. And in many ways they were. But it was like watching someone else's life from a passing train sometimes. 
and then one November morning, a year and one month after our wedding, everything changed. Our lives went from black and white to glorious technicolour. <laughs> when Jack arrived, punching and pouting his way into this world, He was the most extraordinary, beautiful little boy I had ever seen. <laughs> Sad coffee bean eyes, whispery clouds of blonde hair, <laughs> and a wide box of nose just like John's dad. <laughs> tear myself in two thinking about it sometimes and I can't bear those days I live in this place now I have done since it happened I don't ever want to leave here They won't let me even if I wanted to. <laughs> I don't do much each day apart from look out my window and watch how time bends and changes the courtyard gardens. Two floors below my window. The changing seasons trick you as they come and go. You think you're moving on, making progress. But you're not. You always end up right back at the same point. I've been watching the same film on repeat for two decades. The plot never alters. The star of the carefree, sinful summer always faces a winter's reckoning. Over in the garden, there's a lonely weeping willow tree. Sometimes it casts a shadow over the small pond and vegetable patch. Each year I watch as the plants rise and then fucking rot. They're always asking me, do you want to help plant something? I don't. Nah. They'd only planted that willow tree when they brought me here. Do you know, it grew so fast. Fighting its way towards the sky as if time itself was running out. It's changed lately. looks defeated. <laughs> 
Over in the sunny side of the garden, there's a bench with a tarnished plaque on it to someone called My Linda. And when it's warm, they all sit there talking. But I don't know what about. Every Wednesday afternoon, I have to go and make greeting cards for the blind. And on a Friday morning, I have to get on a bus and go swimming. Fucking swimming. After it happened, a couple of people used to come and visit me, but now it's just my sister Grace. I've tried and tried to stop her from coming here, but she won't. Up until 10 years ago, my mum used to come every month. Most of the time we'd just sit there in silence with nothing to say to each other. Sometimes we did a word search. She liked them. But then she couldn't manage the stairs. A hit went. And now it's a mind. I get a letter from her every month to Mrs Rosa O'Connor she puts on the front of the envelope in red ink. She tells me how the corner shops put their prices up and how next door's cat nearly got run over. But nothing of great consequence. And that's it. That's it. This is my purgatory without parole. The only time I feel the slightest bit of happiness is in those few moments after I wake up. But the devil fools me. In those half-awake moments, my head feels guiltless and free. And then it starts to creep up my body. My feet bend inwards and upwards and my toenails scratch on the white linen sheets and my calves get tight. I don't think it's the medication. The past just keeps on coming. And I think a lot. And I never find any answers because there aren't any. I can't imagine who that young woman was and what she did. 
how did she get to that point where she thought that that was her best option? <laughs> All I know is on that cold February morning, all them years ago has made me the person that I am now. And I will be until my days here are done. It wasn't a slash of insanity, a momentary madness. It was me. Somewhere in me, I was capable and I did it. I did it. Yeah. So I'm not looking for your sympathy or your understanding. I'm not. Because there is no redemption or anything for a woman who's done what I've done. Play.